Greetings, everyone. Praise be Jesus Christ. Every three years in the heart of summer, we hear the gospel that was just read from Matthew 6. And I can't help but to think that all the resorts, vacation towns, and getaway destinations must be absolutely thrilled because we have just heard a divine endorsement. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Son of the Father, has just said these remarkable words. Come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. That's not just a clever ad or commercial or billboard, but that's God himself speaking, inviting mankind to rest. Those words have inspired countless men and women to do just that to go on a getaway, a retreat, a date night. And through the ages, the need for rest, come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. Throughout the ages, those words have inspired. So too does the rest of this gospel. You know, it's fitting to hear this gospel because we can relate to it so well. How often in the course of seeking for rest, the perfect vacation, the perfect plan, and we get to these places and we're not so restful. Even the best of plans can get messed up. And while we can change our external environments and be far away from work, work and problems and anxiety can and do follow. There is one thing to be removed externally and in a place of rest. It's a whole nother thing internally to be at rest. And we might ask, what then makes for that internal rest, that fruitful peace, which Jesus invites? I think the other readings answer that question and offer great insight into that. And suffice it to say, but it's Christ himself who is rest. Jeremiah proclaimed this years before Christ to a deserted and remnant exiled people who were not at rest. They were abused and mistreated. They knew the care of bad shepherds. God spoke through Jeremiah directly to them. And it's such a beautiful word of hope. You know, we're all familiar with the Good Shepherd Psalm, Psalm 23. But isn't it interesting how beautiful and shepherd-like Jeremiah 23 is? God, first of all, convicting and condemning all bad shepherds. And then five times saying, I will take care. I will gather. I will bring them back. I myself will appoint shepherds. I will raise a shoot. We hear all those eyes, and we get the point. God will. And of course, in our second reading, Paul proclaims what we all know. God did. In Christ, you who are once far off have become near, by the, brought near by the blood of Christ. Paul speaks of peace and unity, of oneness, breaking the dividing wall, and creating in himself 
a new person in place of two. Establishing peace. My friends, that's not a mere advertisement or billboard that Paul is declaring. He is declaring where true peace is found. In Christ. In his blood. The great Bishop Fulton Sheehan once said that peace is the tranquility of order. Not just tranquility. For thieves can be tranquil in the possession of their spoils, but rather tranquility of order. The due subordination of the parts to the whole, the body to the soul, humanity to God, and without order, there can be no true tranquility, which is peace. My friends, this week, let us consider the order of things. And let us put God first. Beginning next week, we will put the Gospel of Mark on hold and we will begin a five-week examine of John chapter 6, the Bread of Life Discourse. And we will learn there that the order of things matters. And God, in his mercy, in his flesh and blood, in his son Jesus, he sustains right order. July is the month of the precious blood. May his blood, which has saved the whole world, and reconciled the world to himself, may his blood bring us peace. May we know the peace of God.